Yo, what's up, what's up? No way you came off mute. Uh, you can ask people from listener. What's up? Oh, what's uh, what's going on with you, uh, Fungible? Not uh, not uh. I'm heading out tonight. I have to be there by tomorrow morning. Well, we had two interesting things happen today. We had the Valhalla reveal, and we had the Cock Punch Mint. Cock Punch is is doing pretty well. Um, does anyone know why it's at 1.4 ETH right now? Does anyone have any in, intel on why it's doing so well? No, but I mean, do people understand that all of the proceeds on that mint go to charity? So. I can't see there being a whole lot of usefulness for the NFT uh, beyond it being a badge proving that you donated to charity, like a PFP charity, uh, a charity PFP, right? Because they're not going to dump resources into something that they're not generating revenue from. So, and, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with using your notoriety to, you know, do some good and generate some funds to donate to charity, but I could do that myself. Okay, so you're you're bearish on this project. Let's let's go I, over to Tao. Maybe maybe Tao has some information on why Cock Punch is doing so well. I, I was actually just wondering if it was a way to kind of uh, I don't know. This is speculation since it's the end of the year. People are trying to like for tax purposes, but I don't know if it works. I don't know how it works off secondary. Like if you're buying something off secondary and it's a charity project, do you write it off as a charity as a tax? You know, like you donated this to charity. Do they have royalties activated? I'm not sure. Does anybody know what the royalties are? Well, no one has any information. We're here every single fucking day. 6.9%. Interesting. Gentle coming in clutch. Gentle, how's your night going? Yeah, we're absolutely fucking riding out here. I'm taking a gas can from one of my shops to my customer that's stranded on the side of the road doing a good deed right now. Um, yeah, I think cock punch is pumping because of Tim and I think it's going to keep going and I think it's probably going to keep doing well, but he actually owns the nonprofit that it's going to. So that's pretty interesting, but yeah, like, I don't know, fucking interesting, but I think it'll do well. It'll probably keep pumping. So he's funding the, ah, yeah. Okay. All right. I see what's going on now. I see that my vision's clear. Chum. I mean, why do you think Cock Punch is pumping? Dude, I have absolutely no fucking clue. I was going to say what Gentle said. The the charity it's going to is his charity that he owns. And also, just so everyone knows, buying on secondary doesn't do shit for charity because it's only the primary sale proceeds that go to charity. So there's absolutely no way that you could write that off on your taxes because none of that money is going to charity. It's all going to Tim's pockets fact did you watch the mint go live no no we had we had looked at uh, cock punch you know and i was like well okay i could see we kind of predicted that his following and his influence would like create a pump and we have it here you know now i'm looking at the open sea page and it's a little i don't know what you guys think i mean there's like a fist but it has like a blade on it 
and it's called cock punch, but it's got a blade on it. This is, it's kind of weirding me out a little bit, you know, like who are these like creatives like behind some of these things? Like I'm just, you know, we already had the art cobbler situation. I mean, it's like the part of this dark history of the NFT space now. Like I don't even like to touch it. I don't even like to talk about it. You know, like I'm trying to move on. Like seriously, like I was affected. I was affected, you know, and I, I'm trying to recover from that. And here we have like a blade cock punching you. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for this, man. My bags are down bad. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it, dude. I'm lost. I'm lost, Alex. That's okay. That's where we're going to, we're going to help you out tonight. Everyone else has all the answers we need facts. I mean, facts though. I mean, we're seeing, uh, well, you know, I'm going to go back over to gentle gentle. Did this, did you see the public mint? Yeah, 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 for sure. Were you able to mint in public? No, fuck no. I wouldn't even go for that right now, but I would have minted it if I was on waiting. Uh, sorry, Lalas. Okay. NFT, he's up here with his bomb. Yeah, we got it. What's that? Go ahead, Gentle. Sorry, I didn't want to, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, yeah, I don't think it's that bad, man. Like, Tim Ferriss has a pretty big following, so if he onboards people, like, dude, uh, it's not like a fucking pump and dump, and, you know, people could have made money if they minted it. So, yeah, like, you know, you guys might not be that bullish, and I don't think the art's that good, but, like, if he onboards people, he's got a very, very large following. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to onboard more fucking people into this ecosystem. Like, this amount of money is not even that bad, and at the end of the day, like, the fucking Web3 community needs to take accountability because if they didn't want to fucking mint, they didn't have to mint, they didn't have to support, but at the end of the day, like, people are greedy and they want to flip this. And so I think it'll be ultimately good for the ecosystem if he brings people in because he's, he's a very successful person outside of Web3. Okay. Alex, uh, do you think uh, onboarding people with a, with a cock punch is, like, the best way to go? Or what do you think, man? Is that a good strat? I wouldn't use that strategy. I, I saw that art. I'm like, holy shit, this person's never touched an NFT in their life. He could have capitalized at a much greater scale with just simply an art change. I think so. I mean, no one's going to, I haven't seen that PFP on the, on the timeline of you. I mean, I like the one where like, you know, it looks like the thing hanging from his chin. It looks like a big fungibles. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about, onboarding people into the nft space with a cock punch dude what do you think i mean i am a big fan of tim ferris don't get me wrong so but i yes it has the capability to onboard new people but i'm not sure how dedicated that particular group or demographic would be right we're obviously the diehards like we've walked through the fire we fucking lost money rugs or if we're not out now, we're not going out. But I think like some newbies and especially people like, you know, his following, there are a lot of entrepreneurs, right? Like small business owners. And I think the minute they get a whiff, uh, you know, they'll be like, you know, they, they might have some, they may or may not. I'm sure some have like this perception of NFTs. It, it, it may be in some cases skeptical, because of all the, the FUD out there that people, you know, who don't know what they're talking about, say about the NFT space, which, I mean, between us, sometimes they're right. But um, 
what I think is once they get a whiff of like, because I don't think that this is going to do anything monetarily for anyone who buys it. That's just me. And I mean, that's just the nature of it, of a lot of projects right now. Right. So I think this one, it would be no different. So I think if they get, this could actually turn them off in the long run. Right. I'm hoping, you know, it brings new people in, they come in, they enjoy it. They stay great. Cause we need more liquidity. We're suffering. We can suffer from a liquidity crunch, but I think ultimately, you know, the people that it would on board don't have the thick skin to, to, to walk through the fire like we have. That's a great point. Uh, I don't know. Are we getting confirmed like new buyers are buying these? I don't know. We're going over to NFT. NFT, don't show them bombers. You're already showing your fucking... We got to remove that from... Okay. Actually, I didn't address this. Uh, you know, Tao, he's, he's shilling shit in his fucking PFP. Now you're shilling shit in your PFP. Is that what we're doing now? We're shilling shit in our PFPs in the background. I see the little fucking handprint. I see the little bomber. Those are two collections. Um, you guys are out here shilling. I see what you guys are doing. So, NFT, why are these uh, cock punch... Why are they pumping? Uh... Why are cock punches pumping? Uh, first, uh, I haven't changed my PFP and shit. I don't even know. Months on months. On my, how, I, so my favorite influencer been flip-flopping PFPs, going from mutants to lizards to rabbits to whatever the hell it is. But my PFP has been consistent. So, uh, secondly, um, uh, I wanted to bring the information that uh, Chum brought it up about tax purposes. I I was I overheard, so I, I should probably double and triple fact check, but that even the royalties are going to charity, even that 6.9%. So how, how does that work, uh, Alex or whoever? Just real quick, um, we're going to start seeing the price of these come down because now the listings are starting to heavy, heavily outweigh the sales. So this floor price will come down. Is that what you look for? Is that uh, listings? Yeah, supply and demand metric. Oh man, that that dictate. I've seen that. I've seen that dictate price accurately and on spot on every time. That's the metric. Okay, um, I'll make sure to take note of it. What's a good listing percentage to look for in a collection? Well, I um, you know, not necessarily the listing percentage, like overall, but like the lit the real time listing to sales percentage right so if you're looking at the real-time listing to sales percentage you you'll know like you, you if if the sales are outpacing the listings in real time that price is going to shoot up if it does the opposite the price is going to come down so i'm looking at real-time listings to sales okay um what do you use to view that nft scoring NFT what? NFT scoring. Let me see. NFTscoring.com. All right. I'm saving that one. Uh, you just use this for upcoming events or you use it for everything? Well, I use this to determine buy-ins and get-outs. So, you know, if let's and, and, and well, yeah, buy-ins are good entry points. Like, for example, if there's an NFT I want, I won't just go buy it, right? I'll go and I'll look at the supply and the demand. If I see that, because there's a meter, right? And the meter shows like 
the real time listings and buys. And so if I see that, you know, it's trending towards the listings about to start outpacing the sales, I'll wait. Right. And I'll wait for that trend, that ratio of listings to sales to favor the listings. And then that'll come down. And then what I'll do is I'll wait until it starts trending back towards sales to listings, because now I know the price is going to go up. So when you by watching that meter, you can predict the price and you can always get better prices. It, nothing's worse than buying an NFT and two minutes later, the price is lower. Right. That sucks. But when you use that metric, you, you, you're spot on every time. Well, thank you for sharing it. I'll be using it going forward. Hermes, I mean, are cock punches are just going to bring back the bull market? Uh, they should. I think uh, this guy is awesome. I think he's doing something cool. And if the prices are pumping, it's because people are seeing potential. I'm reading to the website now, and he's, he, look, he doesn't look at this project as a PFP project. He's calling this a emerging loan fiction. And he's describing what that is and how he's going to have a podcast in which he's going to have a bunch of characters. And uh, he has a low, uh, uh, like he has a bunch of lore and he has a bunch of fans that like his content and he's doing something new with NFTs. This is refreshing. Awesome. I remember we were talking about it. I just couldn't get over that art. But I, I did remember whoever brought it up, they, they really hyper focused on Tim Ferriss being involved. Was it you, Gentle? Um, I might have brought it up, man. I think like what Hermes just said is spot on. I think like he's fucking riding, and he's gonna keep riding. And like the fact that he had enough balls to create a project named Cockpunch, and he's gonna create a fucking story around it. Like this guy's the definition of a fucking rider. All right. Well, this is early, early alpha, Alex. Like I know you're a fucking really good trader. So like if you were in the alpha groups, like this was like months ago. And this came out where you could easily sign up on your, like a newsletter and get the whitelist. Nice. Um, no, I only heard about it like last week or something. I can't remember when. But I'm surprised it's doing so well. Like I don't, I haven't researched it at all. Like that is, it looks like it's legit though. I mean, is there any fuckery going on? Or do they have like hidden wallets minting? Do they have influencers? Uh, loads of, like, did anyone find anything other than like I know we saw the quote tweets today. But did you pick up on anything, facts? I mean, I'm, I'm just over here, like, trying to think about this a little bit more, you know, because, you know, the Legends of Cockpunch, uh, the podcast series, it's, I guess, you know, it's quite compelling, you know. It's just the thing is, like, personally, like, like I was saying, there's so many podcasts, there's, like, more podcasts than our NFTs. It's like the only thing there's more of than NFTs podcasts. And so this particular one, like I'm aware of it, but I haven't dedicated time to listening to it. So now I have to ask myself the question of like, am I going to be listening to this legend of cock punch? And more importantly, like how big of a story is this to support, uh, you know, a high flying NFT. And so, you know, that's the question I'm trying to answer right now, Alex, Alex, the legend of cock punch. Will you be tuning in, man? Fuck no, dude. Uh, absolutely not. I'm just trying to figure out what was the indicator. I'm, it, was, it must have been Tim Ferriss carrying. But I see like other celebrities enter into the ecosystem. They don't have as much success as Tim Ferriss. So I, I don't know. I got to study it. I, I got to study why Tim Ferriss had success over other 
quote-unquote celebrity. Is Tim Ferriss heavily tapped into Web3, gentle? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure he is. I don't think so. You know, I know he's pretty close with Gary Vee, so that's a definitely a thing. And I think, to be honest, facts, uh, like, you can't even say it without laughing, dude. I don't know who you're trying to pull out here. I mean, fucking Legends of Cock Punch, that's a pretty epic podcast name. And if this mf already has a very, very large audience on his normal podcast, and if he fucking rides on this, like, he legends of cock punch, I mean, this could get real fucking crazy. And then, Alex, dude, how's Sparky doing? It doesn't sound like you're walking, dude. Are you still in Miami? Yeah, I'm down in our Just partying it up. I'm going over to Hermes. Hermes. Okay, I don't I, – I think we understand that uh, – no, you know what? Go ahead, Hermes. Okay, so he, he does have experience in Web3. He has a collection. I pinned that to the top. He said that that was a warm-up uh, just to test things. And he has a podcast. He has been in uh, Kevin Rose podcast a bunch of times. So he, he does have experience. He got into uh, Bitcoin early and NFTs in 2021. And to answer the, the podcast question, first of all, this is not for everyone. There's not a right way to onboard people into NFTs because NFTs can be fucking anything. So they, they can do whatever the fuck they want. And the the podcast industry is supposed to generate $2 billion this year, $4 billion by 2024. So he obviously, he can monetize that. Uh, he said that when it comes to utility, that's a fun question. There's not like big deal around that. The utility is him doing his stuff, creating content, writing, doing things that he does. All right. Uh, thanks for your stamps of approval. We got Chum up here. Chum, what happened to the cock punch? Why are they pumping? Um, you know, I keep researching this as we're talking about it. And on, I mean, I don't, I honestly, I just don't really like it. Um, I think it was NFT was saying that the secondaries were going to go to charity. Everything on their website and everything they've been tweeting is indicating only the primary is going to charity. Also, there's a wallet that owns 10% of the supply which I don't know if that was known ahead of time that that was going to happen, but it's probably a creator wallet. And then, you know, Fax was talking about what kind of creator is behind this. And it turns out that their charity they do is they fund psychedelic research. And basically it sounds like they shove shrooms down your throat, just like Machi would do. And then it cures your brain problems. And I don't think that there's any creative here. I think they're just fucking high on shrooms. You know, Alex asked, you know, what's what's making this move? It's very easy to move the price of a collection. It's only 10,000 pieces, right? And the market's always looking for something, right? It's like when there's no NFTs, no good NFTs releasing that day, ENS's sales will go through the fucking roof. It's like they got to buy something, right? And so when something comes out like this with a name attached to it like it has, that's just another reason for people with too much crypto to turn around and say, I'm going to buy this fucking thing. Like, it's like patience is a virtue. You're not gonna, it's like it's okay to not buy something. It's okay to wait a quarter for the next best thing. But that doesn't seem to happen. And, and that's has led me to believe and start studying like the psyche of the NFT industry. Like the NFT market is like we're all obsessed compulsive like we have these like i do too i mean like we have like this gambler 
uh, obsession and like these types of things. And like you can see these psychological characteristics play out in the, the sales activity and the way money moves through the NFT market. I mean, I, I, I'm just sitting here like watching this unfold. And I feel like what this is, is like, this is like the ultimate test of the D of the DJ. This is like the DJ's quest right here. Like after being in this space all this time and seeing all of these mints play out over and over again, if you're still going to ape into this, you got a fucking cock punch coming, motherfucker. So fungible, dude, you're speaking from a place of like, you're trying not to catch the cock punch, dude. Like I get it. You're like, I'm going to sidestep that motherfucker. I'm going to spin move that shit. I'm not catching the cock punch this time. This motherfucker's got me on so many cock punches already i'm not gonna catch it this time but no other people to the other people that's onboarding you know so like i don't know what to do you know like do we just like let it play out and like watch it like i guess it is supposed to be theatrical it's supposed to be entertaining it's supposed to be a story and like i feel like this story is uh unfolding right in front of us like Irmis is here for it what's up Irmis? no i just was i was gonna clarify that supply is 500 uh, 5,555, not 10,000. So it's easier to manipulate. I don't know if there's some fuckery behind the scenes, but I, I, he's a great writer. He has knowledge on the NFT space, and clearly he knows how to do it. I mean, if anything, this is a great example of how someone from Web2 can successfully launch a collection. I think that this is fucking great. Aramis, can I ask you if you had whitelist spot? No, no, no. I'm just learning about it today. No, Tim Ferriss is the man. Definitely the man. He's uh, I'm a big advocate of his business strategies. But, you know, I, I, so you're saying that the utility is his content? Is that, is that right? I think, yeah. But I think what it is is that we are used to uh, getting startups trying to launch NFTs, and this is not one of those things. And if it's pumping, it's because we have a bunch of DJs just looking to ape into something. This is may, this is not probably not the real value or the collection or or at least not now. But you know, it's just us being digging, using this as a as another tool to extract money from each other. Great. This is another money extractor. No. Oh, I think there's more to it, Hermes. I want to study. Okay, so. I guess no one has really any indicators other than Tim Ferriss. That's the bullish indicator for this collection. Uh, are you sliding down a hill, bro? Like, what kind of shit are you getting into right now, what's, bro? This guy's like, what's, what's going what on? kind of spy mission are you up to? This is fucking wild. Dude. What are you talking about? Dude, we are... Look, I, I don't have time to just sit on spaces all day like my favorite influencers, right? We got to be out and about... We gotta do shit, man. We can't just sit on we can't sit on our ivory tower, sit on spaces, mute, boot, and parachute motherfuckers all day. We gotta get out, do some shit. Uh, but you know, Alex, like you said, the bar is low, right? And until the bar is raised, nothing's gonna change. I mean, fucking token proof, right? Token proof is probably one of the most useful NFT companies. They don't even have a collection, do they? Like. It's this fucking industry's backwards. 
I think collections in Web three. Mm, like if you if you um, it sounds to me that they don't need it, right? If you don't need it, then don't do it. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, if you can make an operational business without the collection, that's ideal. But you can you you can leverage the. So I think you you could probably I think you could leverage the the collection with the business. I think there's that play that exists. It, it's riskier, I think. I think if you fuck up your collection, you could. You think if you fuck up a collection, you fuck up your business? It depends. If that's your only source of revenue, sure. I mean, can you have a successful business, but an unsuccessful NFT? Can that exist? I don't know. Yeah, I'll, of course you could. Of course you could. I don't see here. Here lies the problem, and why there's so many rugs. There's too many of these quote unquote NFT startups that rely entirely on their their funding coming from this NFT, right? And then what happens is. You know, because a lot there's FOMO, there's a lot of excitement. Again, tying into those psychological characteristics I was talking about. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then, what happens is, you know, you, when you start from scratch, man, you have nothing, right? Like you're lucky if you even have an office, right? You have to hire employees, and then it's just, you know, it, it just from from the business idea to actually getting to profit is not overnight, right? But the NFT industry in terms of like us things move far faster than the speed of business right the speed of fuck what comcast says like the, i don't know if you ever seen those com commercials about business moving at the speed of business implying it's fast not necessarily right so what happens is it takes all this time to actually create something of use, whether it's a product or a service, and then start generating customers or clients to start generating revenue, that takes time. But in between the people, the problem is people are starting NFT projects with an idea as opposed to anything with some substance to back it up. I think, you know, the best, uh, the best plays could be uh, companies that are already successful, right? proven that they can you know that they've developed products and services that people want and have sold them successfully and they're profitable and then maybe you know they want to venture into web3 the technology or the community or whatever element of the of the uh of the industry that they want to you know penetrate and, and then and then that's when they do it but when there's no business behind it and it's just an idea it's too easy for these teams to capitulate absolutely fungible i agree with everything you just said um just give me a second here just checking out right now Um, I'm going to go over to Tao. I mean, Tao, what did you think what Fungible just said? Um, well, you said Fungible. Were you talking about token proof? Did you say why they don't have an NFT in particular? No, what I, what I, I mentioned, I used token proof as an example of a good Web3 company. Uh, but, you know, I think they kind of like gave the NFTs away in the beginning. Like they don't, I don't think they had like a collection that there was a mint and then. You know, you can buy them on secondary. 
Um, and and my, my point was that that could have been a project that, you know, we would have liked to see because it's obviously one of, you know, Token Proof's obviously one of the most useful things that has come out of Web3 thus far. I mean, how many events did they Token Gate and then Art Basel? And they've, you know, they've been doing it at all the events. So, and I see the Token Proof technology being uh, the technology that people go to since they were first to market and obviously are the leader uh, when they want to leverage NFT technology to do events or to do whatever type of quote unquote token gated component to whatever it is they're doing. So uh, right. yeah, I, I, I agree with you, man. Like 100%. I like, I like what token proof is doing and I see businesses as they're structured in certain ways where, you know, you have the supplier or you have the, whoever's uh, like creating something, you have the supplier, you have the people making the stuff and the people selling the stuff and then levels and so on and so forth. So in my mind, I like what Token Proof is doing because they kind of bypass all that. Like, why should we be a supplier of an NFT when we could be the ones supplying a service to an NFT? I mean, service are, service is always valuable. You know, you have all your movie and TV show uh, streaming services. It's in service. It's You have your music services. You have your uh, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth, like food getting sent to your house. Um but I love what Token Proof is doing, and I think they're going to go a really long way beyond NFTs. I think they're going to be start they're going to start getting used for like tickets and uh, for you know uh, movies, mo- you know movies. And I think their possibilities are endless. And Fon- I think his name is Fonz. He's the creator, the founder. He's a super cool guy. Like I always see him at the events, and I always talk to him for a minute or two if I ever catch him there. But um, regarding this cock punch, like I went on and tried to find. He has an interview with Bankless. And it's like the, the part that's I can't comprehend is you said that this is like project is like nothing and it's it might go to zero. But like, why is there like a two hour long video talking about this? Like if it's going to, zero, you know, it's just weird. I, I am probably going to listen to it just because it's such a hot topic right now and maybe gain some valuable information. But I don't know, man, I was looking at the transcripts, too, and it's like fucking encyclopedia. So. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of weird what's going on in NFT space right now, as usual. No, always an exciting day out here. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the conditions of the market, right? It's like every every NFT starts off like this is what's been like repeating constantly, and which is driving me nuts. And and, and I feel as though it's because the bar is low on what people are putting out. You know, it's nothing really to, you know, people get excited about a mint, but they don't stay excited. And, and then that's what crashes prices. You know, it's like they get all souped up by, fucking, oh, this NFT's coming out and everybody's talking about it and they buy it. And then the FOMO continues onto secondary, pushing up the price. But then, you know, you got like this sector of the space that just gives a shit about flipping. They don't care you know, about the long term. And then, you know, that brings it down. And then there's no long term holds because the excitement is either fades or the company doesn't create anything to continue that excitement. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think token proof kind of has like, I don't know if this is like the right or appropriate way to say it. it's like, don't get high in your own supply. Like, why the fuck would I want to get involved with NFTs and have to constantly make these promises and constantly keep people on edge and keep excitement to keep volume to keep, you know, so on and so forth when I could just provide the service again, I'm 
you know, uh, reiterating what I said, I'm all about just bypassing all that shit and just providing a service and generate revenue, you know, and they, they have like certain things. I think they, I think they also give people uh POAP like now that you can activate POAP. So whenever you go to an event for whoever gives a shit about that, which takes it a step further, maybe whoever, whatever the event is, you can mint a future project with a POAP just because you've been to that event. Um, so I don't know. There, I, I think it has a lot of potential. I, I think that's massively successful. And it's going to keep growing. Yeah. I mean, why deal with people complaining about prices and having to deal with an, an NFT collection, right? When you don't need to, when, when you're the leader in the space and what you do, you know, why create headaches, right? Cause that's, that's what business, that's a lot of what running a business is, is minimizing headaches. Right. So, um, but what would be nice, you know, and, and which is just like when I when I think about the situation, I'm like, uh, that's just typical of NFTs, you know, something good like that. Like, that's something I'd like to get into. Right. Like it, whether it's an NFT that goes up and down because it's worth more because the, the utility is worth something or even like, I mean. What would be nice, right, would be maybe they get to the point where they're token gating a significant amount of events and then they could maybe start working out deals where if like like what Rolling Loud is doing, right? That's like a pretty decent um, uh, NFT project, right? You get like the, the discount to tickets, right? And those tickets are a few hundred dollars and it's a good show. And, you know, if you have the NFT, it's like unlimited tickets for like, whatever the price of the NFT is, I think that's a, that's useful, right? So I, I would love uh, fungible, fungible, dude. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You like it? You like NFTs fungible? I mean, I do, but I, I, I don't just like just the, like, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes don't get me wrong. And I, I want to stop doing this. Sometimes I'll buy an NFT because I like it. Right. I'm like, fuck, I'll buy it. But, then I complain when, you know, it's fucking worthless, right? But like the moonbird. Like, do you like your moonbird? Uh, yeah, right, exactly. But you know what it is, though? Facts, it's like you get to a point where it's like... No, no but, but, like, do you like the moonbird, though? Like, do you I like do. that one? That NFT, like, do you like that one, at least? I do, I do. I mean, I wanted one with the crown, but I hesitated and it got bought up. So this was the next best thing for me I yeah like you it. got the crest dude you got the crest you know okay let me ask you another question do you like game shows fungible oh my fuck. I, mean, uh, I mean i could i could watch him i mean I, I don't but i could and i have what's your favorite game show of all time Fuck, man. Price is right, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've never thought about it, facts. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a $1,000 pyramid or something. Or What's the one with Wayne Brady? That one's kind of goofy. Yeah, I've been on the Price is Right, dude. I'm just, I'm a Bob Barker fan. I'm a Bob Barker fan. Yeah, anybody else in here like Game Show? Let me ask you this, Fungible. If we, if we could get do you do you do you want to invest uh, into a opportunity fungible? Do you want to put some uh, money on the line for? Uh, are you a VC fungible? Do you have access to VC capital? I mean, I know VCs. Yeah, I mean, but when when we're not like fr- we're not uh, 
We're not doing business. We're just, I just know VCs. Oh, good. Dude, that's all I need to know, dude. Good. Let's go hold that, hold that thought. So here's what I'm asking right now. We, we're looking for VCs to be involved in a Twitter Spaces game show where the winner of the game show can win $1 million. The name of the show is Shillin' for a Million, hosted by none other than Shillin' Villain. And what we're looking for is three different VCs to get behind this, um, you know, prize pool. And do you think any of your friends would be interested in uh, hearing about that opportunity? Yeah, but I mean, they're going to want a business plan, you know, like what your expectations and like what what do you expect to gain out of it? Um, And then like because it hasn't been done before, it's going to be a little bit of an effort to try to uh, create like um, a sampling of maybe something that's similar, which it doesn't sound like it is, but like you have to kind of like prove the concept before proving the concept. And the only way to really do that is to, to find something as close as possible to what you're trying to do. Maybe that's like, you know, audience size. Like if we find it, if we, okay, perfect example. Let's say we do the research or maybe you've already, you might've already done it since you're talking about it. You know, you notice that there are maybe uh, Twitter space game shows that exist. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. No, this doesn't exist, dude. This is, this is first to market. That's why it's such a compelling opportunity fungible. Yeah. So, but but basically what I'm saying though, is that, would have to like i said the easiest way for me to say it is prove the concept before proving the concept what bro we got receipts dude we got receipts bro we got so much recorded spaces just if anyone has any questions about the pedigree just send them i'll download a zip file it's gonna have 1400,000 hours of content that is just like proof in the pudding. And then you go to spaces dashboard and we have consistent audience, right? And basically what we're aiming to do is to, you know, steal Mario Newfalls, you know, his followers and, 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 and Elon and get Elon into the, into the game. Maybe he, he's thinking about investing actually. We, you know, just, I, I can't disclose more about that. But yeah, man, just think about it, dude. Let your friends know. Uh, we're, we're still early in the process. We got to put together a concept. I think we're going to need a lot of help from the community, dude. I think we're going to need like content creators. We're going to need people with like good ideas. Like, dude, there's, I don't even know what kind of game. I don't even know what kind of game. All I know is uh, Bark was saying like Shark Tank, maybe something like that. But, you know, this is <laughs> NFT. We're, we're killer whales out here, dude. We're I killer don't, whales. I don't- I, I don't expect you to, to, to mention this in public, but uh, do you have a revenue model in mind? Yeah, the revenue model is that the winner of the million-dollar prize pool is going to get it their NFT collection funded. So it's going to drop an NFT collection. So the whole process of this from A to Z is going to be documented on Twitter Spaces. And the winner is going to be, you know, a, a partner in the NFT project that gets dropped and we'll go from there. So, like, are you familiar with the Cake Boss? 
I'm familiar with the Cake app, bro. The Cake app. That's how we deploy. Well, no, that's how we can deploy these. The reason why I'm asking is because I'm trying to understand, right? So, with they the Cake Boss for anyone who doesn't know, I'm sure there's people that do know. He makes like these elaborate cakes, right? And uh, he's very popular. I mean, fucking all over reality TV. And he got that way because he entered a um, a baking contest, which he ultimately won. And the, the, the prize was your own reality TV show. And the show took off. Um, the guy's actually from Hoboken. Like, he's... Well, he's not from Hoboken. He claims he's from fucking Hoboken. I'm from Hoboken. But his personality is similar to mine, and that's why the show took off, right? Anyway, um, so if it's that, it sounds to me it's that, right? They win the show. They get to become a partner in in an NFT collection. Okay, now, so anyone who's going to invest money into any venture is going to want to know, where am I going to get my money back? Like, where... Where's the revenue? So is does it come from the success of the NFT collection that you ultimately create with the winner of the show? Or is there the revenue from this venture? Is it like you pay is a token gated space? Like that's the main thing they're gonna wanna know. They're gonna wanna know where's the money coming from that I'm where am I gonna get my money back? Yeah, right. And that's what people are going to have to tell us when they're trying to shill their ideas to us, dude. I don't fucking know fungible. That's why we're asking other people, dude. That's And look, if, if someone comes, some MFR comes up here and is like, yeah, I need a million dollars and this is my NFT idea. Like, dude, I mean, honestly... I like want to know. I just want to know how they want to justify that and what their plan is. So hopefully that's how we'll figure figure that out. Yeah, Fungible, I mean, off, that's how we'll get that answer. Off the top of my head, I mean, again, I mean, I haven't done more than the thinking that we've done in this conversation. You definitely have done way more than I have. But, you know, some of the things that I think about, like maybe it's token gated, right? Like I would do that. There's a lot of gamblers in NFTs. You know, I'm sure... You know, that could, that's an example of a revenue model that you would attach to this that any VC would be interested interested in or, or in, you know, that they would want to know about before getting in, right? So it's like if if they're if getting their money back, if if they're if the if the money they make from this is dependent upon the success of an NFT collection, now the VC could turn around and say, well, why don't we just do our own NFT collection and save us all the trouble of the space? So then now the argument becomes, well, there's, there's the value proposition associated with the game show space is that the promotion that it's going to create, the buzz, the, the free PR, the social, like that's how you would have to be pitched. If in fact what I'm saying applies to the idea. Iramis, Iramis, you want to be involved with this game show? Um, no, 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 not into that. No, can I uh, proceed to my? Well, Alex, Mister Alex, look, um, live streams they start trending last night because of Frank. He had one. I'm wondering what are your thoughts on live streams since you are the number one influencer in all blockchains combined, and. <laughs> I also wanted to mention that he had a another stream today in which he presented a new tool from 
Dust Labs is called NFT Blue. It tells you, it shows you, you connect your Solana wallet, wallet and it shows you how much money you spend supporting creators. And then it shows you the NFTs that you have and you like buy and you support creator with. And you can download a PFP that looks like a star. Um, I think he invite people to use it. And he said he's going to use it until fucking Magic Eden and, and Hyperspace and all the other platforms bring royalties royalties back. So, um, yeah, wondering if, if you guys have any thoughts. No, no thoughts whatsoever. Um, so, Hermes, why don't you want to try to win a million dollars? Well, I think uh, you can do a bunch of things with a million dollars. I think it will be interesting to have a, like a chart time type of uh, space. But I, I'm not the one with the idea, sadly. Yeah, we know. You have zero ideas. What I'll are your thoughts on live shit. streams? What are your thoughts on live streams on Twitter? On what? Live stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I tried it ages ago. It's not built up uh, to where it needs to be. It, it's too, um, yeah, it's okay. I mean, they, they have it. a chat now and you can get up to six people. Yeah. Um, I think, what is it? Nifty does it a ton. Nifty focuses on the live streams a lot. So, I mean, you can try them if you like. I'm not a fan of them. What's up, JD? What's up, guys? Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at these, these NFTs, these, uh, <laughs> roosters um it's just funny it, it seems weird like i don't know what's going on i don't know if, the, if it's actual real activity um there is a lot of promotion for it a lot of botting um i i find it interesting that all the proceeds go to charity and it's it's a private charity which isn't necessarily bad like the bill and gates uh, or like bill and melinda foundation for example it's also a, a private charity in the same way but then at the same time they're like funding you know psychedelic research and cutting at edge technology and and you know it's like a really vague description no financial information no like overview of where their money goes to no promises whatever so basically it's just going you know tax-free into his back pocket and um we'll, we have to trust him that he'll use it on charitable things and you know he might i don't i don't know it's just a little little the whole combination of things is a little bit shady um yeah, if you're if you're shaded out by that uh, project, you can always invest in my project, which is uh, Golden Lizards. That's that's what I'm working on right now. It'll take me a few years, maybe like three, four, five years, um, but it'll be big. Right now, I'm just making the images and putting them online. Um, no revenue model so far, but you know that that'll come later. I'm taking the Facebook approach. Thanks for listening. You know the funny part about charities and, and creating charities, there's only you know, financially, the requirement for a 5013C is only giving back 10% of the revenue. So, you know, like, I think there was a big problem with, like, Wounded Warrior Project at one point. Like, there are a lot of people didn't want to donate to them because they spent, well, I mean, they spent a lot of money on advertising and, like, Mark Wahlberg and all this. But ultimately, you know, you only have to set aside 10% of the charity proceeds uh, for actual charity. And then there's 90% goes to, could go to the business or go to the owners of the business. And I, I mean, it's, I, I can do that. Like I can do that. Like if I'm going to donate to charity, I don't got to give it to you. Like that's why when I go to like, what is it? Petco and they want me to donate a dollar 
you know, CVS, they want me to donate a dollar to something. I tell them no, because I can do, donate it myself. Why should you get the tax break from my dollar? Right. So that's what you need to be careful about with these charities or not necessarily be careful, but understand what that's going. That's what's going on. Go ahead, J.D. Yeah, I was just going to agree uh, 100%. And I was I was just going to add that if you want to donate to charity, the two things that make the most single most impact um, are micro loans in developing countries, like loans for 10, 20, 50 bucks for people to start a business and anything that's against malaria and malaria. There's like one really big charity that, that, that uh, fights against malaria that's making, you know, those two together. Other charities are also good, but if you really want the most bang for your buck, which is kind of weird maybe, but yeah, those two microloans and uh, fighting against malaria. Yeah, we got the charity alpha in here. I mean, what, give your mind to that motherfucker. Yeah, I guarantee you that's your fucking charity. No, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him project his charity all over us. All right, we got Cheddar Block up here. I thought you died, but you didn't. You're here. Um, hey, Alex. <laughs> it's been a minute, man. On? How you been, bro? I've been good, bro. <laughs> Uh, I'm happy you're back, man. I thought you died, but you just got banned, and now you're back. So it's good, good to see you back, bro. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you guys: like, are you guys pretty serious about that uh, game show thing? And if you are, like, ha like, have you got any ideas as to like what you would sort of like include in the show? Because when, when I heard you talking about it, I thought it'd be pretty interesting to like when, when obviously when you look at VC funding and everything like that, and they're going to ask you for a revenue model. It'd be like obvious, you know, a smart idea to monetize uh, the audience, right? Like that's how you—that's what you do with NFT projects. It's what you do with everything, right? So I, I don't know, like if you guys—I don't know if you've thought of it, but maybe like you include some games in the game show, right? And uh, and then like somehow uh, come wait up with a, a second. Wait, <laughs> wait, a motherfucking. Ain't no way. <laughs> Facts. Back. This guy's asking us if we're serious. This guy's hey, asking me if I'm. No, you no, think no, I would just come wait, up here wait, and just wait, just spit no, off no. the dome? This it idea. Back. <laughs> back. He does not give a fuck about the game show. You missed like his little subtle bullshittery. He's like, well, I have a game. Uh, you know, he didn't say I have a game, but he's like, what if you added a game? Look at his name, facts. Look, look at his name. Yeah, but you were acting like you knew games. him. You were acting like I was like, I, I was like, who let this MFR up, dude? This guy's just trying to show this game. I mean, I almost fell for it, dude. I was like, oh. No, 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 no. Not yeah, sure. like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have... trying to tie your game into our <laughs> soon to be who wants to be a millionaire. Although, Elon's going to be in there. He's going to be fucking lined up like everyone else. He's, a, he's our reply guy at this point in time. I mean, facts, when Elon comes up and shows like, hey, I've got, you know, some lighter. or I don't know what he'll show to you. Maybe some bottle rockets that can self-land. Would, would you be uh, interested in funding those ideas? Look, dude, like Elon, he's he's in the spaces daily, okay? This is part of his nightly routine. We already know. He helped unban shill and villain. He, like, had to, like, basically give amnesty to all of the most evil people throughout the Twitter sphere just in order to free up his favorite influencer, Number one influencer on all blockchains combined. Uh, at least there was for a while. 
And look, dude, like that's where we're at now. You know, he's your reply guy. I love to see it. Like he hasn't started replying to me yet, but you know, maybe one of these anyways, anyways, dude. Yeah. Like uh, he's like the big VC behind this. Cause the way I see it, this is a bet. Like if you come in here as a VC and want to get a piece of this action, it's a bet that we can make Twitter spaces uh, at that level, like something compelling enough uh to to ride with and whatever comes with that plus if you need receipts we're just going to send the recordings we got lots of recordings we got all kinds of uh content on fucking record right now like speaks for itself dude i recommend it anybody that's truly interested they go through the entire encyclopedia all the volumes one by one page by page listen back to really get caught up with the story or just take our word for it you know what I'm saying? So does anyone else have, like, a great idea? So, so Cheddar, you're not up here chilling? Alex, dude, Alex. <laughs> nah, nah. I just thought it'd be cool if you had gaming content on the show. Like, I reckon that'd be fucking awesome. Like, if you had something around it, then you, you monetize the actual uh, game itself, right? Like, it doesn't even have to be my games. Whoever's games, whatever it is. It's just the point that uh, if you have games that you can actually monetize uh, through the audience listening in and playing, I think that'd be pretty cool. Just I don't, I don't have time for these games, dude. Sphinx, this guy's <laughs> trying to t- this guy's trying to tell me trying. To, I'm not trying to play g- games, Sphinx. Dude, help me understand what he just said. Um, no fucking clue whatsoever. But um, I know of a really uh, good game. Believe it or not, people really get into it. It's you ask somebody if they would do something for a certain amount of money, and something like crazy, right? Like, um, would you like Alex? Would you smell Fax's balls for $10,000? And he'd be like, fuck no. Why would I ever do that? And then you just up it. Wait, how do, you know, how do you know what I'd say? Well, I don't know. Maybe you already smelled them. How the fuck do I know? You're right. I'm just assuming shit. I'm pontificating on my motherfucking ass. But the point is, then you say, you say um, uh, uh, <laughs> then you keep going. And you make the things more and more outrageous. Like, would you lick peanut butter off a fill in the brink and then you make it and then you get up there and you'd be fucking surprised when you get to like 100 million mfers man they throw all their fucking morals out the window and it's funny as hell i'm gonna mute sphinx that actually that actually uh i think is like happening now on a thing i didn't hit the mute button but whoever did i mean great catch this guy is an asshole comes up shits on facts game and then starts interrupting everyone. I mean, facts. What do you think about Cheddar at the moment? I don't know. I'm trying to process what Sphinx just uh, said. I I don't know. I, like, these are the kind of ideas. Like, Sphinx, this is a family show, you know? Like, this is a family show. This game show. Like, but that's facts, not the case. We're one fuck, facts, we're one fucked up family, you got to admit. It's very dysfunctional, starting with yourself. No question about that. What do I think about Cheddar? I mean, I don't I don't think about Cheddar, and I'm thinking about less about Cheddar every freaking moment, dude, that passes, to be honest with you. But he does have his hands up. I don't want to go to him. I do want to go to JD. Actually, no, definitely, we've heard enough from JD. But I, what I will say about JD is – 
look, man, you're lucky. You got in on a Reddit avatar. It's okay that that shit is already irrelevant, like, a few weeks after, man. Like, that's not even the point, dude. You were part of something. You were part of something. There's other people today being onboarded with a cock punch, bro, with a cock punch, bro. That's how they're getting in. That's their welcome to the NFT space moment, bro. You got an avatar, dude. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. Figure out what the fuck you're doing here. But you didn't get a cock punch. So you're already ahead of like half of these MFers, right? But I do want to hear from anybody that did. If anybody did get a cock punch today, I'd like to hear from them. I'd like to hear why. I'd like to hear, you know, how, how they feel after that. Maybe Doosty did. Doosty, did you get a cock punch today? No. no. I mean, like, technically I did a little bit, I guess. I spent some Solana awakening my shit. Um, and I did not get what I wanted, but it is what it is, dude. But I, I wouldn't really consider that a cock punch. Okay. Well, Deusty, uh, you got any game show ideas? <clears throat> game show ideas? Dude, we could do, uh, I don't know, dude, we could do Would You Rather. We could do a bunch of different shit, dude. What do you guys want to do? Would you rather? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Sphinx, what's, I got one for you. What, I got one okay, for you. Okay, okay. What do you got, dude? We'll try again, dude. That's strike one, man. Strike one. Okay. Would you rather sniff Alex's nuts or play cheddar blog games? Sphinx, you see what you do to the space? Like, immediately, it just, like, opens up the door for, like, everybody to just think they can get as weird as possible. No, no, we're not trying to get weird as possible. We're trying to create a a space where people want to listen and they want to be part of the show. And it's, like, exciting and interesting. No, we don't want to, like, subject people. This isn't the Art Gobblers Forum. Do you know what I'm saying? This This isn't some stuff that, like, is happening weird behind closed doors space dude this is we're trying to be open we're trying to be transparent sphinx like you literally you've done this so i mean what are you gonna do now okay so facts let me go through one one round with you and i won't make it about alex's balls so you'll see how it works so facts if i gave you ten thousand dollars right now would you leave the nft community not say a word to anyone for at least one year no matter what DMs you get, anyone calls you, nothing. You don't reply. People think you died. Nothing. $10,000. Walk away. Nothing. $10,000. I got people in my DMs offering me $10,000 just to read the DM. They're literally like in my DM, like, please, sir, will you help me with this project? $10,000. And I look at this and I look at it. I'm like, yeah, I can help. My, my first instinct is always like, yeah, I can help. Ten grand. Yeah, that would be helpful too. And then I look at what they're trying to like sell, what they're trying right, to put so out onto no, the right? market. And they're, they, you know, like it's hard. I, I don't want to shill and just dump that kind of stuff on everybody. Like I couldn't live with myself. You know, like I couldn't live with myself. Like I, I just leave them on red, not because I didn't read it. I did read it, but I actually saw, I like clicked through. I looked at what they were trying to show to me and I was like, oh, I cannot associate myself with this. You know, I mean, what do you think, Block? That's Bro, great. what the fuck is That's happening great. right now? What the fuck is happening? Honestly, man, I, I was just wanted to say that uh, Alex is on top of super spaces. Uh, they're implementing games into spaces soon. They're all free and shit. I'm not sure exactly what the games are going to be, 
Um, Alex, I just want to ask, do you have a PO box? Cause you won like a $600 microphone setup last week. Um, that shit is fucking dope as fuck that you won. I'm pretty sure you're going to just keep winning. Cause you're going to keep being number one and shit every fucking week. I don't know what you're going to keep winning, but, uh, maybe you might, might want to, I don't want to tell you what to do, suggest whatever, but maybe you want to like set up a PO box so that they can just like automatically send you your prizes every week. Uh, for being number one and shit. And uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I had to say. Wait, are you working with them? Because I saw them and I was like sussed out by them. I was like, wait a second. They're just trying to get me to retweet. I know what they're doing. You butter me up. And then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I'm like, butter my own roll here. Fucking butter my own roll. <laughs> I, and I didn't butter my own roll. I looked at the butter. And I was like, hang on. I'm not buttering this roll. So are you working with them at the moment? No, no, I don't. I don't have any 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 horse in the race or dog in the fight or anything like that. I just think it was. I just thought it was cool. I figured, uh, you know, I would actually let you know that they have something for you. They tag you. I'm pretty sure you get tagged and shit all the time. And I told them I would ask you on a space that you know if you had one or whatever, or if you if you had a PO box or whatever. But no, I'm not. I'm not working with them. Or okay, I think it's cool what they're doing. I, I don't know what they. Yeah, I think it's cool what they're doing. Um, it's different. Yeah, it's different as fuck, bro. It's different as fuck. Um, and they are having, they're making it to where it's like gamified. Like, um, I just thought it was pretty cool that I could be like, you know, you know, on the top of, you know, the top of the rankings and shit on something because I can't get to the NFT inspect top of that ranking. I fucking that shit is hard. That shit was hard as fuck. And they're always, they're always fucked up. They crash worse than Solana. They crash worse than Solana and they crash every fucking couple weeks and shit. So yeah, dude. Um, but dude, I fucking, I would love to fucking, um, to see you get your fucking prizes, bro. You get your fucking prizes. It's like a dope ass microphone setup or some shit like that. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I, what, what made you sussed out about it? What sussed you out about it? Mm. Just tagging. Just like when I get tagged to get sussed, I'm like, and, and especially when there's flowers mixed in, I'm like, oh, I know what this is about. You want the retweet. You know, you know what you get? You get the delete. You fucking give me flowers. I'll delete your ass. Uh, look, we got a bunch of hands up here. It's already been an hour. I'll see you tomorrow.